Hello and welcome to another episode of the Average Joe Sports Show brought to you today as always by AverageJoeSports.com. I'm your host, the sickly Noah Strackbine over here, coughing up along and I apologize if I do, but I'm joined today as my by my throwback friend, my throwback jersey friend, Brandon Barastro. And uh, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk a little uh, basketball, as always. NBA Finals coming up, and I know everybody's excited for it. And then we're gonna talk, you know, a, a little, a little football because that's always fun, and always the MLB because, you know, a good debate is always, always good for the brain. It always keeps you, keeps you up to date. But we're gonna start off with the. You could either call it the epic comeback or the, you know, utter downfall of the Western Conference finals when Oklahoma City blew a 3 to 1 series lead to lose to the Golden State Warriors 4 to 3 in game 7 and the big question is did Oklahoma City choke and Brandon I'm going to let you answer that first uh yeah yeah they choked yeah um they were playing too much hero ball in my opinion they KD went, took too many had too many isos and same with Westbrook they took like 20 shots each like took 30 shots each it was just it was just a mess. The first game five and game six, they had horrible percentages. I mean, it was awful. And, you know, Deion Waiters didn't show up. He had, like, average probably about, like, three points. Yeah, it was so, bad. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty big uh, choke for OKC. They're, no. make, they're making me look real bad right now. <laughs> yeah, you did. You called you called OKC in seven, yeah. um, which I'm going to laugh at you a little bit because I called, I called Golden State, and I didn't think it was going to happen. But, yeah, no, I agree. They definitely choked. Definitely, definitely choked. It was bad. If you watch the games, um, Kevin Durant just started throwing up shots left and right, and it was I, – I actually kind of felt bad for Oklahoma City because, you know, I don't think that they deserve to lose, but, you know, when you have people playing like that, you're bound to do it. And it, it happened. It sucked. I, yeah. I agree, though. Definitely an utter choke. Yeah. It was it was terrible. Um, and I, I don't know. Who's to blame? Is Kevin Durant to blame? Is Russell Westbrook to blame, or is the fact that they had nobody around them to blame? I wouldn't say nobody around them because they they won three games basically with their whole team. That was like a whole team effort when they won. Yeah, they were passing to other guys. They had trust in their other guys. It seemed like they didn't have any trust in anyone, especially they had they had Roberson shooting threes. So that's how much trust they had. And then they were just like, all right, we're going to win this one on our own. And yeah. then they couldn't win by themselves because you're not winning against the 73 and nine Golden State Warriors by yourself. It's just not happening. So it was a choke. And uh, even my dad told me, he's like, it was it was about to be game five. It was day game five. They're like, they're win Warriors are winning the series. I'm like, dad, there's no way they're winning three <laughs> games in a row. They're w at least going to win game six and then end it in Oklahoma City. He's like, no, Golden State's mad. They're winning it in seven. And I'm like, and then I came home. Then I'm like, don't talk to me because I'm, I don't, I don't want to hear you're right. I really don't. Don't talk to me. That's hilarious. That's a, that's a good call though on his part. Yep. I mean, definitely had nothing backing him up on it. But you know, no. a great call on that one. That's where these things come from. But I, I don't know. I kind of feel, look, Kevin Durant. <laughs> I, I, I think he's top five, mm, top ten player in the NBA. Um, I'm not 100% sold on this whole he's the best player on OKC thing. And I don't believe that he's a top three player, even though everybody constantly wants to put him in the top three. Uh, I don't think he's up there. And I think this did show it. I agree. I, he started throwing up just random shots. Like, he threw up shots that Steph Curry would throw up and make, and he expected to make them. He's not that type of player. No, he's he's a good shooter, but he's not he's not Steph Curry good. Uh, we got to give credit to Klay Thompson, though. I mean, game six. Definitely. 
what was it a record breaking 11 threes in that game yeah he he's the best shoot he's the best shooting guard in the nba right now and it's i i, I wouldn't say it's not close but it's, no it, it's not close it's I'm, i don't think it is i don't i don't know another shooting guard that compares to clay thompson harden no not i mean not, not defensively not defensively that's why i say clay thompson over him but i mean there's also jimmy butler he's pretty good I but he's, th- he's not Clay. T- I don't think Clay. I think nah, Clay Thompson yeah, kind of runs away with it. Yeah, he's head over heels above yeah. everybody else. I mean, everybody else. Don't get me wrong. Everybody else is great. Jimmy Butler, you know, an All Star, top, top, you know, fifteen player in the NBA, possibly top ten. You know, uh, James Harden's the same deal, but Clay Thompson's just overall fantastic. He is. Yeah, he's been very uh, underrated. I don't know what that was. I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, it was. Clay Thompson's been very underrated, and I think he actually kind of won them this series because he need they needed a record eleven threes from him to win that game. Yeah, they, if they if he if they didn't if he didn't do that 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 game would have been over. So no, I I agree, I agree, and I I think honestly this entire postseason, yes, you could look at it. Steph hasn't played a bunch of games, but Clay Thompson's led this team. Oh even, yeah, definitely. Even when Clay or even after Steph returned, Clay Thompson has led this team, and. I agree. All the credit's got to go to him, all yeah. of it, because they're not in the position that they're in without him. And the fact that he can be <coughs> the Robin and still carry an entire team is just scary. Yeah, that's that's great. And we, Jamon Green actually showed up this like for uh, the last like three games, even uh, though he didn't. He had some pretty bad turnovers, but he still did what he usually does, which is all around be pretty good. Yeah. So. You gotta get afraid of him too. Bogut showed up one game. He had like 15 points. Yeah, and like 14 he rebounds. Yeah, I was gonna he say had he had like a 30, crazy rebound. He had like 35 minutes. I'm like, I don't think he's ever played 20 minutes, more than 20 minutes on that team. No, ever. not in Golden State. Not no. a chance. No, I agree though. All right, I gotta ask though, if Draymond Green, the whole Draymond Green Stephen Adams deal, went on the entire series. I know you've seen it. I know everybody else watching has seen it. I gotta get your thoughts on it because did you believe? He should. Okay, first question: Should he have been suspended for the kick to Adams' groin? Of course, but he's not going to get it. He's no. not going to get that suspension. Uh, not one. Not in the playoffs. Two. Not with. He's one of the. He's like the th- third best player on that team. They're not. If it was like Harrison Barnes or like Festus Azili or even Stephen Adams kicking Draymond Green, yeah, go it, gone. Yeah, it would have been gone for that for the next game, but. It's Draymond Green, so they're not going to get rid of him. They no. should have like they didn't even give him flagrance. Like it was, it was ridiculous. I couldn't even. No, they gave him a flagrant run. One oh, did for they? It. Oh, did they? They, okay, they did. Yeah, they right, gave him right. a flagrant one. But that's I, right, they okay, did, but. so obviously he's not going to get suspended. It's already behind us, and the NFL has made it clear that you know publicity and the fact that they are looking for a good game in the playoffs is better than is is better than just justifying a call or justifying yeah, an action. Absolutely. Um, is it right, though? Because if you ask me, it's terrible. I, I look at it and go, well, that's like saying, okay, well, I just shot that guy, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm running for U.S. governor next week, so I'm important, and that shouldn't count. Yeah, no, he, it's, it's pretty bad. It looks pretty bad. It looks honestly. terrible. But at the same time, you know, ratings are key. You know, yeah. money's everything. So, obviously, like I said, he's he's just not going to get suspended. No, he's definitely not going to get suspended. There's but no, I don't think it's no right. Way. I think that no. it's so wrong. And then he tripped Enos Cantor the next the game. The next game. Yeah. 
I'm oh. like, what are you doing? Like, keep your feet on the ground. Exactly. He thinks he's going to outer space or something. Trying to like, <laughs> he's going outer space. Like, oh my God. No, it's bad. I think he's in the last series alone. He's become the dirtiest player in the NBA. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And he, I've lost so much. I mean, I didn't like him to begin with, but now I can't stand him. No, no, it, I can't stand him. I think there was an interview of him like giving Adams credit though for battling with him. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, I, I saw that actually. So yeah. I, I kind of, I'm like, all right. Well, I mean. He's going to give him credit, so that's – I mean, that's fine, but I don't know. I just yeah, – he's a dirty player. He's a very dirty player. Yeah. But I guess Golden State needs that because Steph Curry and Klay Thompson aren't that guy. No, so there's got to be some guy to do it. I guess I guess it should be him. I, I, I guess. I don't yeah. know. I, mean, I, I don't like him. If, I can't if you look at it him. that way, it makes sense. So Yeah. No, it does. <laughs> every every team needs a scrappy guy, and he just takes it – You know, He takes it to another level. Yeah, eight steps too far. Yeah. I don't know. We got to talk – we got to talk NBA Finals, though. Um. The Cavs Warriors, round two. It's it's probably the most anticipated event all season long in the NBA because everybody wanted it to happen and it is now happening. Fully loaded teams too. Yep. You're looking at Golden State. Everybody's healthy. Steph has come back and he's playing well. LeBron James has his team there. He's got Kyrie who's putting up big numbers. Kevin Love who's having a great off season. Now he's got other guys around him like Channing Frye. You know those guys. To, Tristan Thompson's having a big season. What do we expect? Well, I expect probably six or seven games, seven more than likely. Mm-hmm. I expect Cavs to win it. And you expect they, the Cavs to win it? I ex- yeah. I that's expect, the first time I've heard. I mean, I I, I agree, but I, that's the first time I've heard Cavs. I expect I expect Cavs to win it. And if I gotta be honest, if they don't win it, Le, LeBron, that's that's just not good. No, he it, better. He better. He it, better win it. It takes he, down his legacy yeah, so much. Because everyone said, "Oh, he didn't have a healthy team," and that's right, he didn't. His next best player was J.R. Smith or Matthew Vadova. So obviously, you're not going to beat the Warriors with that as your second best player. No. But now you have a fully healthy team with Channing Frye coming off the bench, who's a three point shooter, with J.R. Smith, who's been doing pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, Iman Shumpert doing pretty good. good. Tristan Thompson got 82 million. So. Yeah. They better, they show, better up. show up. And yeah. If they if they <laughs> lose they the Warriors, Warriors, that's that's, that's going to be bad on LeBron's LeBron. legacy. That's that's going to be the nail in the coffin for me. For, for, yeah, yeah, for everyone yeah. really, but for me especially. I I kind I agree to a to to a certain point. I think it all depends on how Kyrie and Kevin Love show up. Because if they play like they did at the middle of the Raptor series, you know they're not going to beat Golden State. And if you fall behind enough and you have to start playing hero ball, you're not going to win. Right, right. But if they show up, if they're playing well, I mean, all right, look at Kyrie shooting 58% for, or 48% from the three or from the field, and Kevin Love's averaging nearly a double-double. Uh, I mean, if, if they play like that and the Cavs lose, yeah, 100% Cavs fall. Yep. 100%. And LeBron James probably has a lot to do with yes, it. Yes, absolutely. If, but if they come back and they, you know, score 12 points and they combine for 14 like they did in game three of uh, the Raptors series, then, you know, it's not LeBron's fault. You know, he's got nothing around him again. Yeah, but I can't say that he's got nothing around him. It's just those guys didn't show up. Yeah. Nothing around well, them means like he had nobody. Yeah, see, he, just, he had nothing around to show up. Yeah. He had nothing playing for him yeah. or with him. Where I mean – which is going to hurt them, but that is, I think that all of it has to rely on those two. If they're going to win the NBA Finals, it's oh yeah, not they got to show up. Obviously, there's no doubt about that they have to show up. But yeah, if they do show up and they're still losing games, you're looking at LeBron going, 
you're the best player in the world and you're not getting this done. You gotta you gotta get it done. Yeah. But I, I think it's a breeze. I think that if they show up and they play well and the entire team plays well, it's not even gonna be funny. Like LeBron James last year he nearly averaged a triple double in the NBA Finals, and you know all season long that he could have done it game after game, but he chooses not to. He's become that player that sits back a little bit and lets the rest of the team develop right, right. with him, and if he and waits right until the end when it's crunch time and when he needs when he needs it to happen. Right. If, if he does, if he puts on the numbers that he put on last year in the NBA Finals, this year and Kevin Love and Kyrie play as half as good as they actually are, I think that this series could only go five games easy. Really? Wow. Yeah. I don't think it could be close because, okay, Curry in a big night is going to put up 50 points, which I think he will drop at least twice. Klay Thompson could probably do the same. And the rest of that team, besides Draymond Green, is, you know, a good team, but they're not going to blow up any night of the week. Yeah, nope. there's not a guy that can specifically like maybe Harrison Barnes, but we don't really see that ever. He's averaged, exactly. I think he averaged like five points in that series against OKC. Yeah. So, yeah, I like I said, LeBron just got to get it done. He has this is the best team I think. Maybe not he's ever been around, but no, definitely not the best team he's been. It's on. definitely one of the best. It's yeah, it's up there. It definitely should be like a championship or just a huge bust of a season. Because you got yeah, the coach you, coach you wanted, you got the players you wanted, you got your favorite guy in Tristan Thompson paid, you got uh, Channing Fry from the middle of the season. You got to get it done. You just have to. No, you do. I think it all revolves around if his legacy revolves around this series. Yep. You know, he wins it. He wins it. There you go. LeBron's. I'm not going to say he gets better. I'm not going to say his legacy gets better because there will always be people that go, yeah, well, you know, now he's, you know, three in. Three and seven, or three, three and six, or three for seven, three for seven. Yeah, am yeah. I wording that right? Yes. You know, and but you don't realize, like, okay, well, the three teams that he's actually had someone else besides him, he's won. Yeah, exactly. Except for maybe the Miami team, the first year Miami team, but you know, you can't really count that. It's their first season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't count the first year he went. No. When he was in. Cleveland, yeah, he was in Cleveland, and they played San Antonio when they were no, amazing. I don't count. And their next, I think Cavs' best player besides LeBron, obviously, was Andreas Elgoskis. So that kind of that was. I'm like, that's obviously they're not going to win that one. They should have won against the Mavericks. So of course I count that against them. And then I see, I don't, I don't count that against them. I don't count it against them because. They they look discombobulated. They look like a, a fresh team. Like they didn't have the chemistry that they needed, and that's how the Mavs won. But the reason I count is because he was sitting there when the three went up there on stage with uh, it was LeBron, Wade, Bosh, obviously, and he's like, "We're not, we're not going to win one, two, three, four, five, six set." He was saying we're getting multiple championships, and then you choke. He choked, in my opinion. In that, in that series, series. he averaged yeah, what 17, 17 points. Uh, nine yeah, it was bad. It was horrible. He didn't show up in the fourth quarter, so that's why so that's I counted against him. You have to count. I, in my opinion, you have to count against him. Yeah, every series besides the first one for me, you count against him. Maybe not the last one, but with uh, against Golden State where he had yeah. nobody again. But I think I think that's a plus. I think his last series is a plus. I think if you look at it, like, all right, yeah, they lost, but he went six games with hands down the best team in the NBA, and he put up 
the best numbers anybody's ever seen in an NBA. That's why I'm saying that's 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 what I was looking at. I'm like, Cavs are gonna win it because look what he did last year. But at the same time, Golden State looks better than they did last year. They look more. They definitely That's why it's gonna go seven, in my opinion, definitely. And I think that the only team that could probably that could beat them in Golden State would be Cleveland. So yeah. This is, this is so you all right. So that's your that's your prediction. Cleveland your prediction and seven. is Cleveland and seven. I'm saying Cleveland in six, possibly in five, possibly in five, right. possibly in six for me too. But um, I, I I really think it's gonna go seven games. That's gonna be a great series. That's gonna be that's gonna be. It could easily be the best bet, the NBA final series of all time. Oh yeah, it definitely. easily could. These are I've never seen two teams that are. So equally talented, you know. I ever I've been watching basketball for twenty years. Never. LeBron and everyone's saying you know LeBron really wishes they had played OKC. LeBron is starving to play Golden State again. Yeah, with there's the not a chance. Yep. He would. They, they would have won again. I think they would have won in six against OKC. Oh, easy, easy, possibly less. Yeah. And, but. No, there's not a single player on the Cavs that wanted to play OKC. No. Not one. Because like, no, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, if they won a finals, okay, cool. You won a finals, but you won it against the Thunder, who shouldn't have even have been there in the first place. Right. Uh, okay, cool. Now if you win it against Golden State, obviously you're going to have the people who go, well, they were beat up, they had to play seven games, blah, blah, blah. No. Okay, look, you played it against Golden State, and that's what they want. And the real NBA fans, the true people who actually think realistically, are going to be like, all right, that's you know that's a good series. Oh yeah, it's you definitely gonna be a good series. I can't wait for. I'm watching every game. No, every definitely. Game. Of course. Hands down. <laughs> All right. Today's show is brought to you in part by the Ledgedale Country Kitchen and Barbecue Pit, located on 1387 Ledgedale Road, Lake Ariel. Open seven days a week from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. And if you're looking for a good home cooked meal, come to the Ledgedale Country Kitchen, where everyone is treated like family. We gotta jump into some MLB here. It's got. It's got to happen. Right. The top two pitchers in the MLB right now. This is this is all you know. You're not going to sit there and talk MLB for hours because we're like four games into the season, and it, it's going to go on until next January. But the top two pitchers in the MLB right now are so crazy close statistically. It is not even funny. I'm going to read off some numbers. You're looking Clayton Kershaw and Jake Arrieta. Kershaw, 1.56 ERA. Arietta, 1.56 ERA. Both played 11 games. I should I, I should tell you this. Kershaw, four home runs. Arietta, three home runs. Kershaw, 51 hits. Arietta, 42 hits. Kershaw's got a seven and one record and three shutouts, and Arietta's got a nine and zero record with one shutout. And the big question is, who is the better pitcher in the MLB right now? Jake Arietta. He's Jake yeah, Arietta. Yeah, definitely. The Cubs are a fantastic team, and without him, I feel as if they would be average at best. Really? Yeah, I, I mean, they have decent pitchers, but I think Jake Arrieta is, like, the main. He has such a, like a cockiness to him. He, he actually, kind of, he actually kind of reminds me of Aaron Rodgers, just, like, the way he's just so cool and calm and collected, and then, like, when he gets on that field or mound or whatever, he's, he's just amazing. It's just simply great. Like, nobody can stop him. In my opinion. All right. All right. I I don't know. I I don't know if the easily I don't know if I'd say easily. Uh I think if you look if you look all around, okay, look. Arietta is phenomenal pitcher. Phenomenal. And 
it, but his team is definitely not average. They they have Chris Bryant, you know, they have Rizzo, they have all those guys. They have a team that could win a World Series with or without Arietta. But it'll probably be a lot easier with Arietta. I'm calling I'm I've called it, you know, two months ago that the Cubs are going to win the World Series. I think that they're going to, and I I I still don't. That hasn't, you know, my mind hasn't changed since then. But if if I had to say the best pitcher in the MLB, I regular season wise, I've never seen a pitcher play as well as Clayton Kershaw. When it comes to the postseason, he's a joke. Yeah, he doesn't even ever show up. He he chokes all the time. Bad. But if I you know. I, I do I do think Arietta is right there. I think that they're very close. If you if you look at them, obviously their numbers say that. But I'd, I'd have to go Kershaw. The big question is is you know will this happen again? I I don't know if I've ever seen a, two pitchers in the MLB that have been this phenomenal. Yeah, like that. These guys are two. These are two guys that any given year before this. If one of them didn't exist, they'd be head over heels above the rest of the MLB pitching wise. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, Arietta just performed so well in the postseason for me that it's just. No, he does. If you're looking at all around postseason pitcher, you know regular season, postseason, he's right there. But I mean, you and you could you could say that obviously a, a lot of people say Peyton Manning's you know a top ten player in the NFL ever of all time and a top five quarterback ever of all time. And in my opinion, he's the biggest choke in the, in the playoffs. He was the biggest choke in the playoffs his entire career. So you definitely could look at that. I think, and I, I think Kershaw's the biggest, the biggest choke in the MLB when it comes to the postseason. He's awful. And I'm a Dodgers fan, so I have to live with this every year. It's bad. But so yeah, if you look at a postseason, I'd give Arietta. But I just want everyone to realize how close these guys are. And they played the other night. They didn't face each other. Kershaw didn't pitch. But Arietta played the Dodgers, and the Dodgers smoked them. They won five nothing. And Arietta, po- this is this is how. Uh, okay, I'm gonna back you up for a second here. I watched that game. Arietta po- pitched seven innings. Didn't let a run up the entire the entire seven innings. He left the game. Five runs in the last two innings. Did they give him the loss for that? I think they did. No, they didn't. Oh, okay. Nope. Good. They gave him. They gave him the win for it. He still got a nine and zero record. Sweet. Yeah. Right. Let's see. There you go. But, well, thank you. But I, it's it's very close. I didn't really mean to say easily. I just kind of said it. But um, it's a very close race. I just think Arietta overall is the better player. It's just the better pitcher, rather. Sorry. I think he's the scariest player. Oh yeah, definitely. Even if you look at him, and he, he's he, ripped, yeah. dude. And he's not—he's he's not, not going to change for anybody. That's what I love about him. He's not going to change the way he performs or the way he acts for anybody. No, because I think uh, it was Stephen A. Smith that was saying something about him, and then Jake Arrieta actually tweeted at him and said, "I'm not going to change the way I am. It's just—it's just who I am. Like, you're just going to have to deal with that." So. Give him a lot. And I like Stephen A. Smith, too, but I, I just think Ariad is just the better pitcher, in my opinion, yeah. definitely. A little iffy on Stephen A. Smith, but the rest of that I agree with. I don't know. But, yeah, I, I, I love him. I love that the fact that he's come from basically nothing. He was terrible before he played for the Cubs. And then he came to the Cubs and just became really ripped and really healthy and just went off, and it was crazy. It was crazy. Have you ever seen a workout by him? 
No, I have not. No, I've watched. I've watched Jake Arrieta workouts where he, cause he, he's all into CrossFit and stuff like things like that, and it's insane. Like I wouldn't be able to. I wouldn't even be able to last five minutes working no, out with him. No, not at all. It's crazy. I, he, he doesn't stop for like an hour. Yeah, two I've hours. I've seen him. I don't, I don't think I could last with him for a second. <laughs> I don't lift that much, so it's the, there's no way. No, it's crazy. It really is. He's nuts. He's ripped. Yeah. And the fact that everybody wants him to take our steroid, like tests for steroids and things like that, like why? What? What is? The, I don't understand. Like why? 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 Just because someone's that big, do people yeah, they can't, suddenly he just assume can't, he just can't be that big just because he exactly. lifts and has a good workout ethic? Like people play in the NFL and they're four times the size yeah, of him. Yeah, exactly. Like, just because he plays, he's not a fat pitcher in the MLB doesn't mean that he's not. You know, he's on steroids. But he'll never be as good as Bartolo Colon. Big sexy. Bartolo Colon. Yeah. He's the GOAT. Uh, He's the GOAT. GOAT. All right. I'm going to leave that there, and we're going to go to satellite camps in the the NCAA. Um, If anyone hasn't heard about this, the beef between Nick Saban and Jim Harbaugh is hilarious, and everybody needs to jump on it. Nick Saban made the comment earlier this week, or at the end of last week, I should say, um, on how satellite camp, he doesn't believe that satellite camps are good for the NCAA or the players or any of that, and how he doesn't agree with them. And then Jim Harbaugh threw out a tweet, started some Twitter beef, and I loved every second of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna read off the tweet right now. Quote, amazing. End quote to me. Alabama broke NCAA rules, and now their head coach is lecturing us on the possibility of rules being broken at camps. Truly amazing. That was hilarious. I saw it, retweeted it, everything. It was great. Then Nick Saban comes back on win, or this morning, Wednesday, and says, I don't really care what he thinks or tweets. I say, I say what I think is best for college football and the players. I'm going to stop Nick Saban right there. I agree with Jim Harbaugh 100%, and I hate everything to do with Jim Harbaugh and Michigan football. I can't stand it at all. I'm a Notre Dame fan. I die hard Notre Dame fan. And anything to do with Michigan or Michigan football is just, it's basically Satan to me. And to agree with him, he's got to seriously be right. But I do. I agree that I think that satellite camps were the, one of the best things for recruiting in in the NCAA. And to take them away, you're taking hundreds of thousands of kids you know, their scholarships, their scholarships are now gone. Like, where are they going to play? Because they're not good enough to play for the one school that they could afford to go to a camp to, and now they have no other coaches looking at them. First off, I love Jim Harbaugh, actually. I think he's hysterical. Uh, he is hysterical. I'll give you that. He is the funniest guy. Still think the 49ers completely messed up that one. Um, it, they, they're obviously paying for that one now. I, I don't know about that you one. You don't you really really? Nah. I don't think he I don't think he's the right coach for the NFL. I think he I think he's a great college coach and he proves that, but that's because he just talks to players like like they're college kids. Like he could boss them around, he could tell them like, Look, you're here because I brought you here. You owe me. You know, for the 49ers, they're grown men. You're not gonna go there and boss grown men around. He did have a Colin Kaepernick. He looked pretty good. Now he's gone. They had what Jim Jim Tunsala, Tuns, Tunsala. Yeah. And they were four and twelve and looked pathetic. And he looked yeah. awful. He it looked good for a season. Then everybody seemed to get old. You know, it seemed to get it seemed to get real old real quick. I, I think he worked like real well with the players. I think everyone once he left, everyone left. Everyone. I think Patrick oh, Willis I, retired. Al, well, Alden Smith got in trouble, but uh, yeah, there was a couple was guys that retired on that team, and Collar Kaepernick was like 
one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL at that time. People were considering like I think that was I think that was just a fluke. I I still agree with that to this day. I don't think Colin Kaepernick was as good as anybody thought he was. I think he just had a great season and that was it. You know, and there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of players out there that have had that great season and then just fell apart. But it's hard to say that they're not good anymore because of how good that season was. And for Colin Kaepernick, it was half a season. It was it wasn't even half the season. It was a play, it was the playoff run. Yeah, but he went to the it. Super Bowl with him. So that's that's to me that's just impressive. I don't know. And then once once Jim Harbaugh and owners the owner got into fights, it was that was the end of him and San Francisco. And I still don't I, I really still don't understand why they were a top five team in the NFL with them. But, yeah, I, I don't know. But anyway, back to the actual conversation we were having. Um, <laughs> All right. Yeah, I agree with you on that. And Nick Saban, I don't love Nick Saban. I'm not a really an Alabama fan because they win every year. And I'm just like, yeah. we, nobody likes yeah. success. I wanted no nobody. I I wanted Clemson to win last year. They obviously didn't. I was like, come on, like. Again with Nick Saban, like, geez, like, I'm so sick of this. It was kind of like Popovich and the Spurs. I'm like, they won again. Great. Yeah. That's awesome. No, I agree. So, yeah, I would agree with you on that. But, I, like I said, I love Jim Harbaugh. He's great. I don't I don't love Jim Harbaugh. I really don't. I, like, <laughs> I mean, I understand why you're a Nordane fan. But I just have, even before, like, I've had such, like, I have such a hard time, like, just liking him in any which way or form i just look at him and i'm like oh i don't like you i don't like you at all even when he was for when i think it all started when he coached uh stanford and andrew luck was good and i was like dude i can't stand anything you do man like him I, and most of it was because i just didn't like andrew luck when he played i love andrew luck now but when he played for stanford and he just kept just destroying Notre Dame. I was like, bro, leave now because I just can't stand anything you do, anything at all. And it all come back, came back to Jim Harbaugh. And then he did, you know, he goes to Michigan. So it's not even like he was like, all right, you know, Noah, you're you're, you're good, man. We're gonna go to, you know, Tulane or you know, somewhere Florida or Florida State, somewhere where I'm like, oh, I don't really dislike them. You know, they're cool. No, he went to Michigan, like <laughs> Michigan. You could have went anywhere, anywhere at all, except for Stanford, Michigan, and USC, and I would have been fine. Nope, he had to pick Michigan. And Michigan's probably top of the list. Like, oh, it gets me so mad, so, so mad when I think about anything Jim Harbaugh says or does, except for this. This is it. And when he tweeted that out, I, I was I was cracking up because, you know, Nick, Nick Saban made the comment, and then Jim Harbaugh just reminded the entire NCAA world of – the fact that you know Alabama got in trouble and nobody even cares at all. So now, but I I, I want to know because I don't actually know. Um, Alabama broke NCAA rules. What rules did they break? I didn't they were just recruiting rules, like simple simple things. It's nothing huge. It's not like you know they're buying cars and stuff or anything like that. Just just simple rules. Most of it was age wise, age restrictions and things like that. Um, so Harbaugh was just kind of like trolling him. A little bit, yeah, just for, definitely just for, a little just bit, just for the fun of it. Yeah, but you know, you got to start some, you got to start some beef with other coaches. That's what he's there for. Of course, he's a, he loves the drama, exactly. and that's what I think that's what makes him a great college coach is because everybody's like like high school kids, you know, not too much younger than us are like, well, 
look, you know, look at this dude. He's my coach is tweeting out starting oh Twitter God. Twitter fights yeah, with other coaches. Like that's hilarious. Like I'm gonna go to you. So nobody's gonna go to Nick Saban, who's just sitting there. Even though everyone goes to Nick Saban. Right. Right. Oh, it gets me so mad. But I just have a giant problem with everyone in the NCAA except for Notre Dame. That's that's how that's how it works. And most times I have a problem with Notre Dame too. I don't like my team much either, so it's all right. Dude, what's wrong with Oregon's great. They don't win anything, ever. They get they get pretty close sometimes. Well, that's great, but they never win it. They don't ever They break my heart every year. We were, we were up 38-7 against TCU last year. We lost. Or we were up 31-7. We lost 38-31. to I don't want to talk that was, about that was That was hands down the biggest, I, I want to say comeback. It was definitely a comeback by TCU more than it was a downfall of Oregon because your your quarterback got hit or got hurt. Yeah. So he was out for a little while. And our defense TCU just with. came back. Our defense stinks always to begin with. Always. Every year. Always. We just score 40. We just score the more points than the other team. That's just how yeah. it goes. We score like 45. They score like 43. It's just like that's just how the games go. I always used to when I was when I was I don't know probably five six years ago. Anytime I would like something would occur in my life where it would just constantly like hang around. It would just be there. It would never really like influence me much, but it would just kind of be there. I always be like, dude, they're just, it, this is just like Oregon. Like they just won't leave me alone. Like that's how it always was because they never do anything. They always get there, and then as soon as they did get there. Ohio State was just like, not today, boys. I, I had that was the only faith I had. I'm like, all right, Marcus Mariota is a Heisman Trophy winner. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna win it for us. Like I really had a lot of faith in him. But they went Ohio State and went on that run, of course, when Oregon was good. So, I mean, we beat J- Jameis Winston. So that's a, that's that was a that was the that was it. That was a plus. You didn't have to win again. Yeah, you really didn't. That was it. I was more concerned about that game than I was anything else because I hated Jameis Winston in college. Oh yeah, definitely. I couldn't stand him. He was cool for like a year, and then. I was just like, nah, bro, you're done. Yeah, like, yeah. get out of here. You're breaking too many rules all the time. <laughs> He's basically like, he was basically like Johnny Football in my mind, which I I never want to talk about Johnny Football again. And I know I'm going to. I know it's going to happen. Like, oh, he he is the, the person. Like, I probably despise him more than I despise Jim Harbaugh. I used to love him. I used to love. I did when he when he was playing for A uh, and M before everything started happening. Like, I was like, dude, Johnny Football is my man. And then I was just like, nah, Johnny Football. It needs to get his life yep. together. Yep. It gets he bad. He still doesn't have it together either. Yeah, and I don't even feel bad for he him. He doesn't. He doesn't care. I, no, that's I've the seen thing. so like he went off on Twitter the one day, and he's like, "I'm doing the same stuff I did in college." I'm like, "Yeah, but that's not the point. You're not supposed to be doing the same stuff you did in college. You're supposed exactly. to be a professional." Exactly. I know you're Tom on the. Brady doesn't eat carbs yeah. for ten years. Yeah, I know you're on the Browns, but that doesn't mean anything. Like it's just. Yep. No, yeah, no, it's bad. It's, bad. Yeah. it's I, like I, I actually, kind, I, I feel bad for his surrounding, you know, his family, his friends that are real close to him because he's just ruining their lives on top of yeah. his. Like everyone's so concerned for this kid, and he's like, nah, I'm cool, bro. I'm gonna go drink. Yep. Like, no, yeah. dude, no. Be a professional for once. Exactly. You're an adult. Like, yeah, grow up a little bit. It gets me. It gets me pretty yeah. mad. I'm happy, you know, we're going to get some sponsorships. Are you one of the thousands of people out there planning a significant event? Maybe you're getting married, celebrating a milestone, or planning the party of your dreams. Well, I have the perfect touch to your special event. Flowers by John Mackey is one of the leading event planning companies in all of Northeast Pennsylvania. From the wedding party to the reception, they cover everything your event needs. And don't worry about experience or location. 
Flowers by John Mackey has created magnificent events all over the country. There's no better option for your big day. For more information, visit or check them out on, on Facebook, Flowers by John Mackey. Make your event an event to remember. All right, we're going to talk a little list. I saw this on ESPN, I don't know, maybe yesterday maybe, two days ago, and it, it, kind of, it kind of boggled my mind a little bit. It was the most famous players in the world. And if you looked in the world, obviously, uh, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo was first. Uh, Messi was top five. LeBron James was up there. Guys like that. But that's not what really blew my mind. What blew my mind was the United States. They broke it down for each country if you wanted to. And the formula for how they, how they figured this out was they looked at a player's salary, all their endorsements, um, their social media following, and then how many Google search engines you know looked them up and things like that obviously LeBron James was number one in the United States that's no question there number two was Kevin Durant and then it went Tiger Woods which you know I, I kind of believe that one I was like all right yeah he's pretty big Kobe which I would have figured Kobe would be number two I would have figured he'd, he'd be higher than Kevin Durant then it's Phil Mickelson which yeah that got me a little bit too Ronda Rousey which, which at one point maybe, but not now. Yeah, not now. Like, who cares about her now? Serena Williams, Floyd Mayweather, Carmelo Anthony, and Derrick Rose. That's your top ten. Uh, I don't understand. Cam Newton's 11th. He's the first football player. The first football player is 11th, and it's Cam Newton. I understand, like, everyone knows about him, but how do, how does, how is he less famous than Carmelo, Derrick Rose, Phil Mickelson, and Ronda Rousey? Like, Film that, doesn't that doesn't make even sense. make sense. And, and Curry, Curry, Steph Curry is 13th. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't, that's, that's insane. I don't know how Phil Mickelson's on there. No clue. Mm-hmm. Not, not a single clue. I understand Serena Williams. I understand Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. I, I even understand Carmelo to an extent because yeah, he is, Carmelo, he's, he's a pretty great player. Like his yeah. whole career, and he's well known. He's got shoes. He's got yeah. you know. He's everybody knows him because he doesn't play defense. Yeah. You know, he's, he's he went out there. he went for his brand more than winning. So obviously, Derek, he's gonna, the fact that Derrick Rose is in this top ten blows my absolutely mind. Absolutely blows my mind. Everyone, I thought everyone completely forgot about this guy. The third time he broke his back or something. Yeah. You know, why Why is he not there? And I don't understand how he's in the top ten and Steph Curry isn't. Yeah, that, how that makes no sense to me whatsoever. First off, I'm pretty sure Steph Curry shoes are probably selling more than Derrick Rose. Oh, easy, easy. Every time I I have a pair of Adidas that I play basketball with. And every time I hear that, I'm like, you're going to tear your ACL. I'm like, why? He's like, because that's Adidas. That's Derrick Rose. Yeah, like, that's how it works. I mean, it's not how it, like, but, like, obviously, like, that's the only way people know him. So I guess maybe if you look up Google search, it's just like how many times did Derrick Rose Derrick Rose tears That's about it. That's I don't understand that. Steph Curry should be in the top ten, probably top five at this point. He's yeah, probably the most popular NBA player right now besides LeBron. Yeah, no, he's probably the most top popular player in the NBA. And then Cam Newton's definitely the most popular in the NFL right now. Easy, easy. And I don't if I had to re. Name this top five. I would I would easily go the top the most famous players in the world. LeBron James is probably still number one because the people who aren't you know little kids or you know just kind of like the NBA like the people who actually get into sports they know LeBron James. Of course. I would probably go Kobe Bryant second, especially after this year. Oh, how, how he's not I don't know. Just after the last game he should be number exactly. two. Exactly. So. I I honestly think that 
you know, Curry, Curry might be three or four. Yeah. I, I don't know how Kevin Durant's two. I don't either, to be honest. I think he's a top ten, but I, I think guys, I think Tiger Woods is probably ahead of him. Um, I think that Serena Williams is probably ahead of him. Floyd May- Mayweather's definitely ahead of him. I don't know why Floyd Mayweather's seventh. I think he'd be more three or four. If we're talking about like salary that. alone, he should probably be number yeah, one out of him. That's what well, I'm maybe saying. Not, maybe not number Probably number two. I think LeBron might have more money than him. But yeah, especially at the that yeah, billion yeah, yeah, dollar exactly. So thing. yeah, but he, he just off that alone, he should be number two. So that's but he doesn't have a lot of endorsements though. He doesn't, but. I, I guarantee that he's got a ton of social media of course yeah and, and Google search following Ke- because yeah if you were if we're going off this formula it makes sense for Kevin Durant for salary endorsements social media because he used to tweet a lot yeah like all right I guess but I guess now it's if you're talking about right now he's definitely not top five I I, I put him in the top 10 but not number two no but you got to think this is all athletes Athletes throughout the entire world. So, like, Ronaldo's not even... Ronaldo was not on this list at all. For the top 50 in the country, or for the top 100 in the country, not on this list whatsoever. There wasn't a soccer player, which just blew my mind. Because I figured at least one of them would be in the top 100. And then, you know, if you look if you look farther down this, this is another one. Tom Brady is 25th. Oh, yeah, he should be top 10 as well. Easily. Easy, easy. I think I obviously think Cam Newton's a more famous athlete right, right now, but Tom Brady is probably the most well-known name in the NFL over the right. past ten years. Bryce Harper not on there. Forty-one. That's a first baseball player. First baseball player. First baseball player. But baseball did fall off a lot in terms of competing with the NFL and NBA in popularity, but. Yeah, Bryce Harper should probably be top ten too. Yeah, like that's everybody. Everybody knows at least one baseball player. Like, why? Why forty one? How is? How did you not even crack the top fifteen? Yeah. Top twenty? That's that's how are you crazy. that low? I think the biggest thing that stands out though is still Steph. Stay yeah, Steph thirteenth. He. If you ask anybody below the age of thirteen who want to name one player in the NBA, Steph Curry is definitely going to be the first right. player they name. But that could be another reason why Kevin Durant's up there too, because probably a lot more people know him because he's he's younger than LeBron. Yeah, that's so, true. That is. True. I'm assuming Russell Westbrook's somewhere in this list. No, he's not in this list at all. Not in this list at all. Did not make the list. I'm trying to think of a hundred players. Drew Brees made this list. And Russell Westbrook did not. I'm trying to think of 100 players before him. Like I just, I don't. I can't think of 100 players before. No. I can't think of 20 players before no. Russell Westbrook. No, not at all. Like, that's insane. This list is a little wrong because I don't, I still don't know how Phil Mickelson's on here. He must have no. a lot of endorsements. Well, he's know. a golfer, yeah, so they make a ton of money. Right. So I can see that, but like. Maybe not top five. We gotta get rid of this formula and just base it off of like who we know. That that's kind of how we're going at this right now. So like, Phil Mickelson yeah, wouldn't crack my. If you top scratch line. this, yeah, easily. He's not even in my top fifteen. Probably not even in my top twenty. Maybe not even in my top twenty-five. Tiger Woods is probably the only golfer at all. Jordan Spieth is probably Jordan Spieth. Um, like Rory Rory McIlroy. Like they're they're ahead of Phil Mickelson. Even Ricky Fowler, just because he wears ridiculous clothing. Yeah, Bubba Watson, because he wears pink all the time. Like, there's people out there that just stand out. Like Phil Mickelson, I'm sure most people don't even think he still golfs. Yeah, no, he's he's pretty. 
He's not yeah. great. Yeah. I know that because my dad's a fan of him. He doesn't. He doesn't no, really do much. the the people that were in this list, off the top of my head, were crazy. Drew Brees was up there, and he was. I, I'm pretty sure he was before Tom Brady, which blew my mind. Um, Marshawn Lynch was in there, which I, I don't know. He doesn't even play anymore. Like, how does that? How is that a thing? Uh, Peyton Manning was real, real low. I don't remember the number, but it was super low. And the the biggest shock to me, there was not a defensive a defensive football player on the list. Not one. Not even Richard Sherman. Not even Richard Sherman. I've seen him Patrick in a lot Peterson. of commercials. Nothing. Not one, dude. You could there there's probably I don't know. If you look at it, you have to scratch all offensive linemen, all tight ends out, except for Gronk, maybe, which Gronk did make the list. Oh, he did. Um, okay. yeah, yeah, no, I would expect him to as well. He was low, though. He was probably in the 30s or 40s. Right. Um, and then, I I don't know. I could, I could probably name a few defensive players that I could put on that list yeah. as most famous. Patrick Peterson's probably on there. The, you know, Tyrone Matthews probably on there. Clay Matthews. Clay Matthews is probably on there. You can name you can name Von Miller. Von Miller. Oh my God. Von Why is Von Miller not exactly. on that? Like, there's so many out there that you you can't. I don't understand how not one of them made this if, list. If Dominican Sue is still on the Lions, I think he'd probably be on there too. But he's on the Dolphins now. Yeah, so he kind of falls off. Yeah. But even so, I mean, there's a hundred players. How are you not? How are you not the most famous player out of a hundred players? This is basic. Most of the list was was just basketball players. Right. Which blows my mind because you have five players that start on a team and. Maybe two, Maybe two of them are real well known. The rest of them, if you if you asked any random person to name three players on the Thunder, I guarantee not they can't do it. I guarantee they they name Durant, Westbrook, and then you know maybe you'll get a few that name Adams, and maybe you get a few that name that name Waiters. But besides that, yeah, maybe Ibaka too. I I feel like Adams is the more popular one just off this series alone. Yeah, and because of his mustache as well. But there's there's, there's two guys I just thought of. One, I didn't see Aaron. I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is on this list. He was, but he was he he was below Brady, so he's probably in the 30s or 40s. And then here's another one, and I guess maybe because the sport is not huge. How about Conor McGregor? Yeah, that was the first name that came to my mind too. He was not on the list at all, not at all. And there was not a single NASCAR name on there. Like I would expect at least Dale Earnhardt Jr., Jimmy Johnson, you know, one of those Jeff Gordon, somebody real big. Followed NASCAR in a little while, but I think he did. I think he did retire. But even so, like, there's got to be one name out there that is like famous enough for that because you can name NASCAR guys, but. I don't know. Blows my mind. And then the fact that not a single soccer player still blows my mind. How did Ronaldo not crack the list? How does nobody know about Messi? Um, you can even look. You know, Clinton Dempsey. Clinton, yeah, he, he's from the USA, isn't he? Yeah, well, Landon Donovan. Like, there's maybe a that's ton why of them I'm I don't. I don't know if he's from Ireland or not. I think he might. But be. it's not that they don't have to be U.S. based. They just have. It, this is just in our country. Oh, so they're oh, okay. popular. They are oh, okay. in our country, okay. in the United States. Oh, okay. All right. Well, then, yeah. Then, uh, then it still doesn't make sense then. No, not at all. I don't. I, there's a lot. I don't know. We gotta start. People gotta start following different types of people because I don't know why somebody's following. <laughs> You know, Phil Mickelson and not Bryce Harper or Steph Curry. Why is that? Why is that a thing? How how are these? How are things like this happening? Three these three names keep like I keep looking through this list and three names just keep blaring out. Obviously, Phil Mickelson, top five. Yeah, that's no. 
Uh, Derek uh, Rose. Rose. Yeah. Derek. Yeah. I, I, wow. And then Ronda Rousey. Ronda yeah. Rousey. That's interesting. Would you consider like, WWE like? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, John, John Cena. Cena. How is John Cena not on this list? Yeah, they he wasn't on it at all. Not one WWE athlete. But maybe maybe that's because because John Cena I feel like has a lot of endorsements. Right. If you look at it, plus he definitely makes a lot of money. I guess they didn't I, consider this. Yeah, I, I guess WWE might not be in that list. But I, again, I'm not sure. Maybe it is. And I would just don't. Oh, definitely. There's. I mean, if you're gonna put Russell Westbrook in the top 100. Mm-hmm. He's in a lot of commercials as well. He has his own shoe. His his fashion alone could get him into the top ten. His fashion alone. Yeah, he, he he wears some questionable outfits. I, he does. I don't like any of them. I li- oh I love I literally him. I love every one of them. If I could dress like Russell Westbrook every day, I would. I mean, he can dress however he wants because you know he's Russell Westbrook. But like, if I ever met him out, I'd be like, bro, I'm really happy to meet you. But what in God's name are you wearing? Because this is this is awful. I'm kind of embarrassed to be around you at the moment. First off, honor. Second off, get away from me. That's a you're wearing too many colors. I don't know what's going on. Dude, I love it. I love every time I see every like, cause I I I I watch basketball games, but not all the time will I watch. You know, 45 minutes before the game when everybody's coming in, and when I catch a picture on Twitter of Russell Westbrook walking into a Thunder's game, I love it. I absolutely love it. I save all of them to my phone just so that I can be like, oh, what am I gonna wear today? Oh God, no, I I I can't even imagine how much he spends on clothes to look awful. To look 20 20 bucks guaranteed 20 bucks. I hope because if he's spending thousands of dollars to look this bad, I you know he's really he's really needs some help. Nah, yeah, I doubt he's I doubt he's AI who's going to buy new clothes every time he travels. Yeah. I think I think he's just you know picking off a cutoff from from his drawer from eighth grade and you know just wearing it. If we if we did top, I feel like if we did like top ten NBA players, AI would probably like most famous of all time. If like most famous. NBA players of all time. Of all time. I feel like AI would probably be top five. I think he'd probably be top. I think he'd probably be number one. I don't know about number one, because like like LeBron, obviously. No, I think I think if you look at it and you think, who is the most famous? It doesn't have to be the best. You know, you're gonna get people that hate LeBron. You're you're gonna get people that hate Jordan. But every single person I think in the entire world knows who AI is and likes him. So that and likes him. I, like most likable NBA player, definitely AI, for definitely. sure. But you'd have to scratch this formula because he, he doesn't make any money. No, he's broke. He's got no no endorsements anymore. Right, right. All he's got is social media, and that's about it. Yeah, no. But like, if we were, I, if the lit, if you were doing it, obviously they're doing it off this formula. So Phil Mickelson makes lots of money just off endorsements alone. Like he barely yeah. even has to golf at this point. He's just kind of doing because, like, why not? I'm bored. So, uh, I guess that makes sense. But if we're just, like, just thinking about it, like, just, like, like not a lot of people know who Phil Mickelson is. Not a lot of people. Tiger Woods is, like, the number one name for golf. Like, Yeah. But besides him, nobody really knows. Like, if you ask somebody who doesn't watch golf, they're not going to know who Phil Mickelson is. They're not going to know who any other golfer is besides you know, besides Tiger Woods, if Tom was sitting where you were sitting right now, he'd have no idea who <laughs> Phil Mickelson is. Not one. He'd be like, "Yeah, Tiger Woods is pretty cool." That's about yeah. it. That's about it. I don't. I don't watch golf much either. I just kind of like I walk into wherever my dad's watching 
golf and be like, oh, who's that? Phil Mickelson, Rory McIlroy, Ricky Fowler. I'm like, oh, all right. I just know a couple names at this point. Yeah. So I love watching golf when I'm having – when my family will have, like, a family party and all my uncles will be over and stuff, and they'll turn on the game and we'll all just pass out on the couch. Yeah, exactly. Like, all of us yeah. will just fall asleep. One name I'm actually really happy that made this list, though, is Serena Williams. Like, I'm really yeah, happy. Too. She made well deserved. Yeah, of course. Well deserved. And – I'm real mad that Ronda Rousey made this list because I don't like how Ronda Rousey's above Serena Williams. No, not at all. I think Serena, I think her spot is perfect actually, but I don't agree that Ronda Rousey or Phil Mickelson should be above her. No, definitely not. Like, like you put Steph Curry and Cam Newton above her, we're good. But yeah, Ronda Rousey and Phil Mickelson just off like you just thinking, who's one of the most famous players? Those two don't really come to mind over Serena. But yeah. I understand why they're in here for using yeah, this formula. Yeah, the formula. If you, I just don't yeah. like this formula. And it all makes sense. <laughs> I think that that's why. And if you look at it, 25th probably says a lot for Tom Brady's character. Because he obviously he doesn't get paid a lot. He doesn't. He has some endorsements, but he doesn't have a lot. And really no huge endorsements. He's not like, you know, Gronk or anybody. So, I guess. And I don't really know how active he is on Twitter. No, I don't, I don't, think he, I don't follow him. I don't know if he has one. I know he has a Facebook because I follow a couple Patriots fans and they repost anything he says. But yeah, uh, I don't know if he has a Twitter. I don't know if he has an Instagram. I don't know if he uses anything besides Facebook at this point. I really have no idea. Yeah, I've no I haven't idea. even thought about following him on anything just because I just no, don't think either. about it. But he's he's not the name that first name that comes to mind at all. Mostly because I kind of feel like it'd be just kind of boring tweet no actually no he does have a twitter does he you don't know how you know how i know he's got a twitter because every no maybe he doesn't maybe it's on facebook remember when he posts when he used to post the pictures of the broncos like and he would make fun of the broncos logo? oh yeah, yeah i don't remember i think that might have been facebook he, he made a facebook status of julian edelman when he was diving into the end zone i forget what team they were playing yeah and like he tom brady was diving in the end zone he gets hit and He's like, I'm glad I got the touchdown, but next time he tags Julian Edelman, he's like, can you actually block instead of celebrating before I score? Because, like, he, it, was, it was just funny. And then, like, the deflate gate stuff, he was posting on Facebook for that as well. So, you know. How about I, I heard that the deflate gate's going to cost the NFL $22 million. $22 million. Exactly. For four games. For four games. It's all, at this point, it's all pride. Nobody cares. If you suspend Tom Brady for four games or if you don't suspend Tom Brady for four games, the only people it's going to affect is fantasy football players. Besides that, no one has any care if he plays four games or doesn't And then play any fan of any team that, like, the first four games that the Patriots play. Like, I know yeah. they're playing the Dolphins. My dad's pretty happy. He's like, we're probably not going to beat them, but. You know, it's nice to not play Tom Brady for once. So yeah, that's true. But the what stinks is he's gonna come back and win a Super Bowl. Oh yeah, no, because he's gonna be that determined. You don't mess with Tom Brady; it just doesn't happen. I, I already have Packers winning it, so he's not winning. You have Packers winning yeah. it. I, think, I say that every year though, so it's not really. A, that's true. They have a good shot though. Yeah, at least I think I don't know. I, Pittsburgh realistically is looking good. <laughs> they are looking good. If Le'Veon Bell plays, it could be scary. If he could last stop half. complaining about the Bengals already and just play. Dude, I, I hate the Bengals. I, I'm aware. I, he needs a side. He just needs to play. He, the, what the Bengals have done deserves for Le'Veon Bell to continue to talk about him. You know, that Buford, that Buford guy, to this day and for the rest of my life, he will always be the dirtiest player I've ever seen in my life. 
Yeah, he beat. He's he bad. Beat, actually he beat, beat Draymond Green by a mile, but yeah. that's yeah. Football is a lot more physical than NBA. It is true. I wa- I talked to a Bengals fan yesterday actually, and that I was like, oh, how do you feel about the Buford and that hit on it? Brown? He's like, man, look, I'm a Bengals fan, and I love his intensity. He's like. But he is a dirtbag. I was like, yes, yes, he is. Thank you. I only know one Bengals fan, so I don't. I, yeah, I might. And only, I've never, uh, I've never. I think I know two. Maybe, maybe two, maybe three. We went to school with one of them. That's that's the only one I know of. I went to school. We went to like Valley View with them, but that was about it. That was yeah. I don't know. And maybe two. There's, but we don't live in an area where many Bengals fans are from. No. And even if like even if you're a fan of a team in Ohio, it's gonna be the Browns yeah it's a disappointment either way so yeah so I don't know whatever all right and that's gonna do it for us I like to thank Brandon once again for coming on the show and you know we're, we're sure we'll have you on again because yep. it's always always fun talking NBA with you absolutely can't wait <laughs> uh, remember to subscribe to the average Joe sports show on SoundCloud and iTunes and follow us on averagejoesports.com slash podcast enjoy the NBA finals Root for whoever you want to root for because this is going to be incredible. We will see you next week and have a good week.